Welcome in to the Lion's Den. The Lion's Den. Spencer Warren, I'm Tom Hackett. We appreciate you guys as always uh, for tuning in. Starting to gear up, Spenno, and this will be a, a fun conversation. Uh, we were able to just barely get off the phone with, with Albert Rusnak, who had some media availability. Uh, there's news kind of circling around the world, specifically Europe, some leagues starting to uh, to to get up and running again, or at least they're hoping to. So we'll talk about that as well. But first of all, how are you, sir? Uh, good. Yeah, it's 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 nice. You know, it feels like um, it feels like it's been a good start to the week. Uh, the news coming out of Germany that uh, Chancellor Angela Merkel said yes to the Bundesliga coming back in the second half of uh, May. So they promptly announced that the games were kicking off on the 16th of May. RSL lads are back, yeah, individual training, but at uh, at uh, the uh, Real Academy, which is, it, feel, it just feels like things are getting a little bit closer to, to being uh, back to normal with sports, I should say. I wouldn't say with the virus, but Mm. Uh, yeah, just it just felt it's a good week so far. Definitely a good week. So far, you did you did mention um, good start to the week. Spenno, yes. it, is, it is Thursday. We're recording this. Yes. I don't know when your weeks start, but the majority of ours start on uh, Monday. Oh, I just meant like the first part of the week. You know, all the news coming out. Right. Uh, Wolves. Wolves announcing next Monday uh, in England that they will start their individual training sessions. And then the EPL hoping that uh, all group sessions will be small group sessions uh, May 18th onwards. You know, I said it's same in Italy, Spain, obviously Bundesliga doing very well uh, with with being ahead of the curve. And hopefully that's a knock on effect to to Major League Soccer where we get to see the lads. uh, One in particular, Albert Rusnak, that we just popped off the phone with. Yes, and we'll get right into it. So he did explain how these workouts are taking place. He mentioned... Uh, what at least today uh, looked like. He he said that as the weeks go on, uh, the workouts will become more challenging. A lot of today was just kind of linear uh, running, kind of no you, no cutting being made, you know, trying to prevent uh, as much injury as possible to, to muscles that probably haven't been used in, in some time to that capacity. So, um, but he said four players, one pitch, one coach, Every player got a quarter of the pitch. Uh, the, the coach that was assigned to whatever pitch these players were on was standing in the middle. And uh, every player had two small goals, little futsal goals, I imagine. Mm-hmm. One ball and a, uh, and, and a rebounder is, is what he called it. So just a, a net to, to kick the ball into for it to mm-hmm. return to you, basically. And, mm-hmm. And that was that. He said it was pretty easy, uh, which is good to hear. Spenno, I think I think that was the way they had to go about it. Um, mm-hmm. And of course, they've got world class professional uh, sports medicine, sports science folks down there at uh, Real Salt Lake, so they know what they're doing. But um, it sounded as though it was enjoyable, despite being a quarter of a pitch away from the nearest teammate. I think it was more mentally rewarding than it was physically rewarding today. Uh, again, it's not the small groups yet. It's not the full group. There's only four players at a time on on the you know four quarters of the pitch, one coach. Uh, but I think it would have done everybody good to see each other's faces. He said he was next to Jeff, Justin Miram. Um, if a ball rolled out, you couldn't pass it back to to your teammate. A coach would have to come over with gloves on, disinfecting the ball, and then roll it back into to whatever player 
uh, it needed to go to. So a very, very strict. Um, I don't mind it. I mean, I'd rather be super cautious um, when, when you look at what has happened to um, not, not a ton of players, but some players that have caught the coronavirus. You think you look at um, Serie A, you, you look at Juventus player, Argentine player, Paulo Di, uh, Dybala, who had tested positive for coronavirus four times in a six-week span. He's finally just got the all clear that's clear from the, from the virus. I mean, it's no joke. I mean, if, if it's taken out of professional athletes, um, then uh, goodness knows what it would do to, to someone like myself. So um, safety is paramount to, to these players right now, as I hope that the curve is flattened and, and we can um, keep things as clean as possible. They will start to move into those groups, um, those small, uh, small training groups in the next couple of weeks, and then maybe some full uh, group training sessions um, moving a couple of weeks on from that. Obviously, speculation, but going on kind of the timeline of what Germany has done, the natural progression of what Real Salt Lake will be doing. And obviously, we've spoken to Freddie Juarez. We've spoken to Elliot Fall. He was on the podcast a couple of weeks back about them being in touch with Bundesliga clubs, getting that pathway, how they've approached things over in Germany. Um, because they seem to have been a little bit more robust, Tom. They've been very, very well prepared, not only in a sporting uh, you know, sense, but the country. Um, I know that it sounds a lot, but around 155,000 cases so far of, of coronavirus that have been tested positive within Germany, which is, I think it's got about 60, maybe 65 million uh, population. Maybe that's a little bit generous. But it's a large country, and they've done it very, very well. Um, and, and hopefully, as I said, They've got the, the, the head of the curve. You know, they flattened it a little bit. Uh, so it should hopefully bode well for the, for the rest of the leagues. And hopefully you'll see a natural progression. Okay, the Bundesliga starting up on the, 18th, on the 16th. Well, this Saturday, Bayern Munich going to a hotel for a week. The week before leading to, a, to, a, um, to their first match, which I think is against Union Berlin, um, uh, Demir Krylak's old team. Um, now... The idea behind that is it's just them and coaches. The only time they leave the hotel is to to um, go to the training and then obviously the games. And then they'll progress from there. Again, all eyes are on Bundesliga. And hopefully, and I would have to say that Major League Soccer is one of the smarter leagues around the world, Tom, with the way that they approach things, that uh, you'll see something and probably good news uh, coming out from them. I just looked up the population of Germany. It's been hmm. 83 million people as of 2019. I was being conservative. That is so much more than I thought. Australia's got, I think, 25 million people. What does, yeah, Eng- UK- what does England have? Well, the UK, so I, I always okay. go in the UK, is around 65 million, 64, 65 million, which is kind of funny because it fits inside the state of Utah. When you look at land mass, I know. that's a lot of people crammed yeah. in there. I'm crammed into the weird Yeah, thing. like a pack of sardines, you English <laughs> mop. Um, <laughs> Anyway, yo, it's going to be fun. I did read an article uh, just the other day, actually, that said, because, um, of course, the Bundesliga has been testing um, mm-hmm. everybody, players, staff, yeah. management, key personnel, you, know, you name it. Whoever's around the team, they're going to be tested. And, um, and it was just the other day that they got 10 positive test results come back. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they're not getting, yeah, everybody's negative oh, no. necessarily. No, but, but they did mention in the article every one of those 10 were asymptomatic. So, so they weren't showing signs, which is what, Part of the big problem with this virus is, you know, you don't know who has it and who doesn't, which is 
wild. It's kind of scary. You know, it affects people in all sorts of different ways. So, uh, but they are, they are making progress and, and they're one of the first leagues in the world to do so, which is, um, which is really, really neat. I can just about guarantee you that uh, much like the rest of the world, when Major League Soccer does eventually return, they will not, there will not be, there'll be no spectators. No, uh, no. There's no way. And that might be uh, common sense to some, but, you know, I figured I'd throw it out there anyway. Uh, I asked Car- uh, Albert Ruznak Spenno how long he thought, and I saw your question, apparently. Uh, yeah, you stole, I, she, uh, I had two, because if mine was in a two-part, and you asked them both, I was like, <gasps> well done, well, well, what, but what, we're on the same wavelength. This is true, but what I was trying to ask him originally was how long he thought it would take him to get back to full fitness. He must have thought I asked how long until the league comes back, which is not what I, what I wanted to hear, yeah, although sure. it was good to hear his response. He didn't give anything away, as I, I, I expected him to. And then when I followed up and asked him my original question as to how long it th- he thought it would take him to get back to full fitness, he said three weeks to a month which sounds about right. So although they've started Spenner, we're not going to see any major league soccer for at least a month. And, and you know what? The chances are it's going to be longer than that. Yeah. I mean, obviously, major league soccer said they weren't going to make a decision about playing games until June 8th. So it, today, tomorrow is May 8th. So a month is probably right. Um, you know, you're probably right. We're probably looking at maybe more mid-June before we see uh, any soccer in empty stadiums. I thought that was very interesting because um, part of my question was was to find out where he felt like he was physically. Obviously, they'd just gone through a preseason and only played two games and then to have this six, seven weeks off, was it going to be like starting over again? It sounds like it is almost like starting over again. Maybe not as much, but, you know, it, mentally, I, I think that... Um, that I think this is more important than, than the physical side. I mean, they can get their fitness in by, you know, with, with a ball. You know, you don't need to worry about that so much. It's more about getting that rhythm again and getting integrated with your teammates. We saw a couple of flashes, Tom, against uh, New York Red Bulls. And I've, I've alluded this, to this again on other podcasts uh, or other episodes, I should say. That there was a, a little, a couple of moments between Justin Miriam and Albert Rusnak that it was almost telepathic. Um, some of the movement, and that's what happens with great players, you know, the very, very skillful and technical players. So I'm hoping, again, Justin Miram came into camp a little bit later. Um, obviously, some injuries, wasn't fully fit. Giuseppe Rossi came in after a long stretch. He was training today. Good to see him out there as well. Not that we saw them, but pictures I saw. He's over his injury, obviously. Sam Johnson will probably be a little bit closer through his rehab that we haven't been able to see. So he was probably two, three, maybe a, a month away from playing when the league shut down. So we probably would see him fully integrated as well. So while the virus is horrible, it's allowed some of these guys to, to have their own individual training uh, uh, programs, get fitter uh, physically, uh, maybe not rhythm-wise, but being able to join the group. And, and that, that is going to be massive for Real Salt Lake when they finally get on the pitch, uh, on the training pitches together. Just out of curiosity, Spenham, how many times have you watched that New York Red Bulls game? Forget about Orlando, because Orlando no, was, was no. a bit of a mess. Yeah, I mean, uh, Orlando was a point. It was a gutsy point on the road, and I don't need to watch that again. That wasn't pretty. No. Uh, but no, the New York Red Bull game, I've watched a couple of times now. Ask me how many times I've watched Liverpool-Barcelona on the second leg of the uh, semi-final of the Champions League. Last well, year. were you down 4-1? 
well, yeah, it was it was three nil on aggregate. Three nil. Uh, yeah, and and yeah, I've watched that probably half a dozen times. Start. To Duh, sweet beard as Hey, um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not surprised. So uh, hey, it's you're the, a junkie. Today, today's the anniversary, though. Today's the, the one-year anniversary. So yeah. Well, it's only fair. It's only fitting that you um, go about Amen. business. Yes. Um, hey, quickly, and this will be a shorter episode. Uh, we'll let everybody get out there. There isn't a ton of news, obviously, but but I think oh. as the weeks tick on by, there will be more news, and and hopefully yes. we get a, we can get a player on here too, and and talk about it uh, with him over over some laughs. But I guess Spenner, what what what's the next step? The next step, I guess, would have to be for players to be allowed to pass the ball to one another. Yes. I guess. It really will be. And we'll get that in, that update next Friday, I believe, of, of the name the next training uh specifications. Um that you know that the 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 June, May 6th, sorry, uh training sessions came out last week, but that was different than than the main, you know, as in the squads being able to train together and fully opening up uh, facilities. So Again, we, we might be a little bit too early next week with our with our um, episode um, to to get a proper update there. But that's you know the, the league has been quite quiet, and and to be honest with you, a lot of the leagues around the world have been quite quiet uh, until like government, you know, and 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 health ministers have, have have come and talked about things. Then they've kind of released a statement of what their next steps are. Um, so I kind of expect the same same thing, Tom, to be quite quiet. Um, you know, just wait, suck it, and see and see uh, what happens on uh, May 15th. Going back um, again to, to the whole spectator conversation quickly, it is, it is worth noting, the reason I brought that up was, uh, was because uh, Vancouver, the governor up there in Vancouver, as mm-hmm. well as the Oregon governor, mm-hmm. had, uh, they just recently announced Vancouver yesterday, so Wednesday, mm-hmm. uh, what's that, Wednesday, May 6th, and today the Oregon governor announced that there will be no um, live audience sports mm-hmm taking place so it's not that there's, there's going to be no sports but but no nobody in attendance which yeah which makes yeah. total sense so if the pga tour is coming back um june 11th charles schwab classic and uh they they're not allowing spectators if you're not allowing spectators on a golf course for crying out loud you're not going to cram twenty thousand people into rio Tinto no. Stadium. it's just not going no. to happen no, and it's it's spot on tom and and, and you look around you know a, a couple of leagues around the world you, you look at uh Holland and today announced that the Netherlands, um, that, uh, and Albert Rusnak alluded to this on the phone call earlier, that there'll be no live sports until September 1st. He also went on to say there'll be nobody inside stadiums until a vaccine has been created for COVID-19. So they've got an extra step there. They're not saying, you know, live sports is out until September 1st, but until there is a vaccine, which we all know could be either months or a year, 18 months, who knows? Uh, you know, there's lots of agencies working on that, um, which is, I, I think, it, it, it's important that that, um, that that we keep people safe because it is harder to keep people in a cram stadium. You think about Rice Eccles Stadium for college football um, and Lavelle Edwards Stadium and all the other stadiums, you know, basketball stadiums and and, and, foot, um, and baseball stadiums around. You know, it's going to be tough to keep people away from each other, uh, and, and it is very very difficult. One interesting note, though, Tom. If anybody's interested, uh, I saw something today. Mauricio Mönchengladbach, who are in the Bundesliga, are actually allowing you to upload photos, pay a fee. I don't know what the fee is, by the way, but upload a picture of yourself. They're going to print it out and put it in the stadium. 
nice. for their live games. So, yes, I mean, if you're into it, guys, if you're into a bit of Bundesliga... We need, I think to be... get, we need to get a hold of RSL, tell them to follow suit or proceeds 100%. coronavirus. And all the money's going, getting donated to uh, Frontline. Well, you know, so, and because, Spenno, it was your idea, and because it's your idea, it's our idea, and because it's our idea, it's Lion's <laughs> Den idea. We put the logo in all of the photos, top right, just stamp it on up there. Amen. Let's get it done. That would be fun. That would be very fun. Um, I think... I think the bottom line is, is this, we're at a point, and I don't generally speak on behalf of everybody, but, but I'm pretty confident this is how most people out there are feeling at the minute, Spenno. We're, we're at a point now when it comes to living at home, being quarantined, isolated, not having any live sport to watch, haven't had any for, well, we're going on two months now, just about, and uh, three months maybe, you know, whatever it takes. Whatever protocol, whatever precaution needs to go into into place, just just do it, you know, and and make it happen somehow, mm-hmm. you know, and, mm-hmm. and and find a way. Just make life. I don't care if there are no spectators. You can you, tell the media that they're not allowed to go. Tell head coaches they can't be. I could care less. Just find a way to get something out onto the television set that's safe. For, for, for the athletes, more importantly. And then once you can tick that box, away we go. Away uh, we go, my friend. I'm, I'm all in, Tom. I mean, let's, let's, write a le- let's write a strongly worded letter to, mm. to Major League Soccer. Just get it done. We won't sign But don't it. turn the mics off. The mics have to be set up because I want to hear the coaches between the fourth official and, the, and between each other and the players on the field. Okay, have quickly, to hear it. quickly. Yeah, Are you willing... Are you willing to sacrifice like a couple seconds so that it's because there's no way you could do live sports if you if you left the mics live. There's got to be a drop button, which means there's going to have to be 10 second delay. Uh, yeah, no, no, no I want to hear it. But they're they're going to drop it. <laughs> it needs to be on a special uh, subscription channel. Pay-per-view only. Yeah, exactly. I'd only pay. on Viceland. Yeah, I, I, I pay. Buy a 10, 15 bucks a match to, to, to have the microphones on with, with no, no editing. Some of the banter you would hear would be just oh, extraordinary. Be, even better with cricket. But carry on, carry on. Cricket is the best when it comes to sledging. <laughs> they are ruthless. Anywho, we're getting carried away. Uh, Spenno, <laughs> I think that's all she wrote for this week. Yeah, yeah, we're Short, good. sharp, simple. Get to the point, shut up, and get on with your day. We appreciate those listening. He's Spencer Warren. I'm Tom Hackett. This is Lions Den. We'll be next. Oh, dear. We'll be back next week. Sorry. I thought I was doing so well. Okay, stop it. (laughs) 